This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, I'm back on Drive today and every day forever until, of course, Magic FM come calling. Then I am off playing Kylie Minogue 9 to 5. Anyway, I'm with Darren Ben. Now, we begin today's poddy with Carabao Cup fourth round action as Newcastle United snuck past the mighty Manchester United in a competition that's, I'll be honest, not worth its weight in gold. Who cares? There's the full-time whistle. Listen to the boos. If there was any hope that this season was still salvageable for Manchester United, then those hopes may just have been quashed. Manchester United are in rotten form and look like a team that far from capitalising on their first season under Eric Ten Hag are a team going backwards and going backwards fast. It's finished, Manchester United nil, Newcastle 3. You could just see the confidence was on the floor and they needed some guidance, some energy, you know, a, a, a shouting voice from the side, something, and you just didn't see him. He did not come out at all to the technical area. I thought that was such a bad look for the manager here here tonight. And and all of the the sort of good feeling that he seemed to have built from last season, it's a bit like the stadium aid. It's it's crumbling away from Eric Ten Hart. I'm responsible and I take the responsibility. I mean the players not performing like they do in this moment, I have to take the responsibility. The Newcastle United fans, there's seven thousand of them here tonight are singing you're getting sacked in the morning to Eric Ten Hag who's uh, sitting in his technical area now not engaging the writing's on the wall he's going to go eventually isn't he we're we're just prolonging it now he's clearly not working with this guy the players are clearly not playing for him Ten Hag is no more a Manchester United manager than Bruno Fernandes is a Manchester United captain only similarities between Ten Hag and Sir Alex Ferguson is they have a chewing habit that's the same chewing gum. And that's where it starts and that's where it ends. He looks like a clown on the sideline. All that's missing is a red nose and some face paint and I'll leave it there. I don't care what team he puts out tonight. That club is in disarray from top to bottom. They are in the mud. And it doesn't matter whether Rashford plays, Martinez plays, Varane plays, Luke Shaw plays. That place is going one way and it's going downhill at the moment. And that's because it's the mentality and the culture of that football club. They don't care, Dean, whether they win, lose or draw. They couldn't give them monkeys. They are miles off it the manager's lost the dressing room the manager's lost hope and they've got absolutely no way of playing they've got hang no on a minute what do you mean the got... manager's lost the dressing room he's lost the dressing room mate you can see it the players ain't playing for him well, but... who do they play for who well, do they play well, for they play for themselves That's, this is some of them have seen about six managers off now elsewhere in the Carabao Cup West Ham knocked Declan Rice's Arsenal out oh I'm laughing not Arsenal at Darren Bent of course I am it's his team Full-time, West Ham 3, Arsenal 1. White's own goal in the first half. Kudus with a marvellous second, added to by Bowen's deflected strike beyond Ramsdale. Erdegaard with an injury-time consolation for a poor Arsenal. West Ham 3, Arsenal 1. We've won a cup game tonight. You know, draws are hugely important in any cup competition. Uh, but we had, you know, just, I think we might have forgotten earlier, we actually won a competition last year as well, which is was for missed there as well. 
But so uh, maybe maybe we'll get a wee bit of something in the cup. So let's hope so. First of all, I'm responsible for that. Um, I tried to warm 48 hours uh, the way we had to compete to beat this team in the Carabao Cup, and uh, and we haven't done it at the level that is required or our standards nowhere near it. Um, you can argue, yeah, the first goal has a big impact in the game and and how it happened, but uh, overall we have to see much more from the team. He's absolutely destroyed Ramsdale. Mm. He's destroyed him, and I'll tell you what he's doing he's pushing him out of the club the guy, he, look, he looked like a bag of nerves didn't he, he did. right? there's three players in front of him three Arsenal players in front of him for that corner that White edited in now he's got all the mental strength White of I don't know of a jelly baby isn't he you know I mean without Saliba that back four looks absolutely awful Aaron Ramsdale had really knocked his confidence and he did look nervous tonight How and I think he's out of order I thought he fouled him. I thought for the first goal, I, I thought he got fouled. I thought I thought he got fouled, and Ben White should deal with it. So that goal shouldn't go in. But the one that's ricocheted and it's come up and it's hit him and he's palmed it in. That's just a lack of confidence. I think that's a before. I think he had a belief where people, you are not scoring against me. You're not going to get a goal. You could see it. He was pumped up last season because he knew he was the number one. He knew he was the main man. Now David Ray has come in and he's he's losing his confidence. He's going back into his shell, and I think it's poor what Arteta has done to him because I don't think David Ray's. A, a lot better than him, even better than him at all. I just think what you've got now is a, a second-choice keeper in Aaron Ramsdale who's lost his confidence. More Cowboy Cup action for you now as Liverpool knocked out Bournemouth. Here's how that one sounded on TalkSport. It's their fourth corner without reply. In swinger, headed away by Zabani. Set up for Elliott, left for the effort, was going wide, and Gakpo's there at the second attempt to put it in to give Liverpool a deserved advantage. Well, this one's going in, and it's going in! It is 1-1. It's Cliver at the far post that gets on the end of the Scott delivery. Another brilliant set-piece delivery from the young man. Running at it, left-hand side of the penalty area. Oh! It is a Stunning goal from Darwin Nunez and Liverpool's lead is restored. Nunez has miscontrolled the first one, it's gone wide, he's retrieved it, he's come inside Mepham and just killed one over the top of the goalkeeper and into the net and, uh, well, top, top quality finish. Elsewhere in the Carabao Cup, this happened. It's finished, Chelsea 2, Blackburn 0. Chelsea picking up only their fourth home win since March. A morale-boosting victory ahead of that huge London derby against the Premier League leader Spurs. Live on TalkSport on Monday. Everton 3, Burnley 0. I don't think Everton will have a more comfortable game than this all season. For Everton, they've never won the League Cup. They haven't won any trophy of any colour since 1995. Could this be their year? Oh, there goes the full-time whistle. So the Premier League side trying for Ipswich's 11 game unbeaten run comes to an end in front of their own quarter-final on the horizon full-time at Portman Road Ipswich Town 1 Fulham 3 To breakfast now and the team were joined by former Sheffield United QPR Huddersfield Crystal Palace and Leeds manager Neil Warnock the ex-Cardiff Middlesbrough Rotherham you get the idea Gaffer joined the show to respond to recent reports linking him with a return to struggling Sheffield United blimey he's had more clubs than Tiger Woods You know you're going to get a call from Bramall Lane. It's a certainty. Oh no, I mean I can't. I've got a few things to do now, Alan. I'm, I love me, no, you know, up to. I don't work till February, January, February. 
And uh, not like what have you got to do now. You what, what a bit of canoeing, kayaking, <laughs> or uh, you know, uh, you know, have you have you you've sown all your seeds on the farm there? Are, yeah, are they down? We have a, them? Well, we, we have a nice time down here. We you know go for walks and things like that. See the nature. Walks. No stress and that's fine. A couple of times a month, but you got to be bored with that. You're a football man. I think Paul Eckingbottom has done a fantastic job, and I don't think anybody could do any better with what he's had. He lost mm. his two best players in yep. the summer. There's all sorts of names being mentioned in the background, and I'm sure they're trying to vie for the job. And I don't think he'll be do anything better at me. So I, th- I think the I think the Prince will give him a few more games, me, and quite rightly so. I yep. think he deserves it because he's not spent an awful lot of money. And, and I, I just hope he does it. I'm really supportive. The only thing that makes Manchester United a big club in 2023, the only element of class, is their history. This is not Manchester United. This bunch of players not good enough, man for man, to wear that shirt. Not only are they miles away from Manchester City, they're miles away from Aston Villa. They're miles away from Brighton. They're miles away from Tottenham. Tottenham have overtaken Manchester United. Unacceptable. I mean, I, I thought when he first came over, he was he was going to be the answer because I thought it needed a disciplinarian in in that environment. But I, I've got to say, I'm not I've not enjoyed uh, watching how he's gone about it. I mean, the money that he spent, people forget. That's you know, the owners have given him whatever you think about the owners. They've spent some massive money on. I mean, some of the players he's paid sixty, seventy million. I wouldn't have had him. I wouldn't have had him with me at Huddersfield. Will he last or not, Neil? I'd, I don't think he will. No, personally, no, from the no, outside. I, I'm with you. I'm not sure so. he wants to last either, Alan. Yeah. If I'm honest, I think he knows it's a. He's banging his head against a brick wall. I think. So, White Jordan now, and the team were joined by a former Liverpool. Before I'm getting bored of saying this. Danny Murphy was on the show. He gave us his scathing assessment of the current state of things at Manchester United. Well, that was nice of him, wasn't it? The ex-Liverpool player. The players have to take some, but the, the, ultimately the manager is the one that dictates the work ethic, the tactics, the tempo, the energy, the behaviour, or lack of behaviour in terms of petulance. He dictates all of that. Irrelevant of what's going on in the, with the ownership model, irrelevant as who's, who's in charge of whatever above him and what's going on, that does not affect what he's doing on the training pitch. And they are tactically inept. They are physically poorer than most teams they play against. And I can't see what Man United are trying to do. I'm really looking. Ultimately, what I'm watching is a team that's lacking direction. And it's a team that's lacking ideas and patterns of play. And ultimately, it's a team that's lacking desire. And if you, if you lack... Either of them in isolation, you're in trouble. And if you're lacking both, you're in a world of doo-doo. I don't see things picking up to a point where all is forgiven and he's the right man. It's just a matter of time. Back now to breakfast. Here's Alan Brazil and Alan McCoy moaning about getting old. Or in their case, just being too old. Oh, it takes me a week to put my socks on. Wear slippers. Took me 18 minutes to get my jeans on this morning. Jim <laughs> yeah, washed I mean, them yesterday. To be oh, fair, I know dear. It. I'm, I'm a minute. 
Each for a sock nowadays. Oh man, there's nothing worse. I've turned into Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Uh-huh. He says you might start making noises when you put your clothes on. That's me. <laughs> oh, oh, ah, my balance when I'm putting my socks on. <laughs> right, I've got to hold on to the wall now. Oh dear! In, in ten year time, I'll be seventy-five. You'll be seventy-two. I, I remember. And it seems like yesterday, man. I had the mobility of Bruce Lee. Remember, he took on about 750 in one fight, man. He was elbowing guys, and he did it. By the way, I tell you right now, Bruce could put his socks on while he was battering that man. That's terrible. I went to Centre Parks, right? And my mate Alan, his name's Alan Parks, his director, right? Great guy. And he says, don't worry, we'll sort you a few bikes out. I couldn't bend my legs to pedal the bike. I was, I was walking about the Centre Parks, pushing the bike. Oh, the my. kids are all the way in it and Joe's like, what's up with you? Isn't it terrible? My right knee's killing me when I'm sleeping. How's that? How can that be? Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on Talks About Wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein. Talksport daily podcast out first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get into it. Thank you for listening. Have a lovely day and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talksport.